Welcome to the MUG Global Markets Podcast. I'm your host, George Pavlovis. Today, I'm joined by Glenn Schultz, the head of agency mortgage prepayment modeling for MUG. Today is Wednesday, September 13th. Hi, George. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Thanks for being on, uh, Glenn, as, as always. So let's just you know, get started by reviewing the August remittance data, which was released on Thursday, September 7th. The aggregate prepayments as measured by Fannie Mae's 30-year cohort reported a 6.7% month-over-month increase at a 6 uh, CPR, and the 15-year prepayment increased by 5.8%. Now, with spring and summer selling season prepayment behind us, what are your thoughts with respect to prepayments, and what does this summer prepayment movement tell us about the state of the agency market? Yeah, uh, sure. So... So August prepayment on on month over month percentage basis underperformed the business day count, which was implied uh, plus fifteen percent uh, month over month. But but of course that performance was against the headwind, you know, of what seems to be a never ending increase in the thirty year mortgage rate, right? So Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey closed a month at seven twenty two, uh, closed a month of August. So, so in, within our prepayment model, the, the blended mortgage rate closed the month at 6.9%, which is up about 15 basis points from the pre- previous month. So, you know, that's worth something like one and a half uh, CPR on the stack right now. So, so when you take those two together, you know, aggregate prepayment was, was more or less in, in line with, with our prepayment model. Now, in terms of the state of the agency MBS market, uh, I, I really believe that we're witnessing a return to the old normal uh, with respect to prepayment speeds, and 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 also for the basis for that matter, we've we've put out a couple of client notes along those lines. And and by that, in terms of return to old normal, I mean that turnover in seasoning ramps are going to be more along the lines, you know, of the old old PSA ramp, which was, you know, 0.2 to 6 CPR over over a 30-month sort of horizon. Thank you. And so and I think you, you also alluded to this in the monthly commentary. Will, will you address mm-hmm. this quickly for us, for our listeners? Yeah, sure. So, so that, so that uh, if you look at August turnover, so this is this is opposed to the aggregate speeds, right? So we measure turnover by minus 50 to zero, you know, sort of incentive, right? Um, that that turnover number came in at eight CPR, right? And and in my view, the the spring summer selling season prepayment kind of confirms this return to the old, old normal with return with respect to seasoning ramps turnovers. Uh, being more in line with the PSA ramp. So, so for a history, uh, you can think about it, or I think about it. You know, the the early 2000s uh, were characterized by you know, speculative excess. We saw sort of seizing the ramp shorten and peak CPRs around uh, 15%. And I refer to this as as the flipper era, and it and it really started. You know, it was was started by sort of Greenspan's approach to to the uh, uh, lower zero bound. Came close to it in 2003 to fight deflationary pressure. Uh, there was a push on the government to you know increase the home ownership rate 
you know, those types of things. And and that's what I, I think induced the flipper era. Then then the flipper era was followed by the the great financial crisis, right? In which which prepayment was was near zero CPR there for a while, and then uh, speeds were brought up by multiple you know heart programs, those types of things, and and then that was followed really by the onset of the pandemic, which was which was really kind of a whipsaw in terms of of prepayment and turnover. So we saw saw prepayment or turnover dropping briefly to zero CPR, and then you know spiking up and exceeding 15 CPR you know, as as people sort of fled the cities out to the suburbs and beyond. So so what what seems to me to be, you know, a structural shift in the 30 year mortgage rate, a, a shortage of single family homes, right, for, for sale. Um, you know, I feel that we're really witnessing this return to both longer and lower uh, seasoning ramps. Now, that said, current production is is more negatively convex than in the past. So, for example, uh, in our model, the peak in you know the peak in the money CPR is is now 60. Uh, in the past, peak model CPRs uh, were more along the lines of the high 30s to to the mid 40s, de- depending on the model. So. It's a much more convex, uh, negatively convex market than it had been in the past. So, in many ways, uh, your kind of definition of uh, the old normal really is with a new twist, and mm-hmm. this is something that you know, even I've observed in the macro data. Uh, you know, just that things haven't really gotten back to some sort of stability, uh, and there's a lot of assumptions still that we're we're all making, and of course. Who knows where we end up and if mortgage rates stay at this level forever. Uh, and then, of course, the shortage of single family homes, you, you know, things could change depending on the economy. But I think your point's well taken. And I guess, you know, let's maybe shift gears a little bit and um, turn the conversation you know, to the actual basis and what's changed there and, and use uh, on your front. Uh, yeah, so... So my view hasn't really changed fundamentally over, say, the the summer months in terms of the basis. Um, you know, it closed Tuesday, um, the 12th, right? Um, right around 165 basis points, which is just at, you know, kind of the 26-week moving average. And, you know, and when I look at the weekly charts, it's how I look at the basis. I use weekly high-low close charts. You know, it really looks to me to be in in sort of a consolidation phase at at this level. You know, and I still think the basis uh, will close the year between you know 120 and you know 130. Um, so we we had revised up our target in the middle in the middle of the year from from originally 100. And of course, our view on the basis is really driven by um, the impact of, of low net issuance in, in the agency MBS market. And that's something that I, I think we're going to continue to see follow through, you know, into uh, into 2024. So so I think when the market begins to kind of look at this low issuance number and, and starts baking that in for a longer period of time, I, I think that's going to drive the basis, drive the basis tighter. Yeah, no, thanks for that. And, and I guess, obviously, related to this is uh, we need more demand 
returning to the mortgage product. And so that would also, of course, help and, and incorporate these views that you have and, uh, mm -hmm. around the idea of, you know, the basis is cheap, but you, know, you need to you know, have buyers step up. So I'm just wondering, given your view, like uh, what are your thoughts from yesterday's housing buyer opinion in, in terms of who's going to be the buyer of these mortgages? Yeah, yeah. So I, I got a lot of questions on that yesterday. And, and, and fundamentally, I disagree with the piece. Um, so prior to the financial crisis, the Fed was never a buyer of MBS, uh, and, and the basis traded in a much lower range. Uh, with respect to Fannie and Freddie, sure, the portfolios were reduced substantially, uh, making them transactional, you know, in nature, more so than sort of arbitrage is, is what they were prior to that. Um, so, so in my view, the, the demand side has not really changed substantially. Uh, and the reduction of the GSE portfolios has been underway for the better part of, of 13 years. So, so that's not really kind of a, a shock to the, the mortgage market at this point in time. And then also, again, going back, uh, net supply uh, is, is what really matters. And, and, and that this year is likely going to hit a multi-decade low. So, so I think there's a supply-demand dynamic here that is more favorable to the basis than uh, than maybe current uh, market opinion makes out. But, you know, opinions make markets. So, you know, we'll see come the end of the year how, how things shake out. Well, if it's any consolation, I'm, I'm in your camp, as you know. I mean, from an asset allocation standpoint, uh, mortgages do look cheap. And, and if the factors that you've outlined uh, continue to work out, hopefully uh, – We'll see some tightening ahead into year end, and uh, it's uh, definitely one of the better relative values out, th out there in fixed income. Uh, on that note, let's wrap things up for this month's MUG MB MBS for the Markets podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And reach out to MUG uh, sales reps for any further information. Check back soon for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.